So you got out alive then? Got out of what alive? Well, you phoned me the other night saying you hadn't got any pants left. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. I, um, I, <laughs> that was a bit rude of me, really, wasn't it? Well, I was away for the weekend with some friends. Yeah. And uh, we got to talking about pants. And um, one of my, uh, one of my friends, uh, lady friend, I don't want you to think I was discussing pants with anyone else other than a lady, said that I was wearing the wrong kind of pants. I uh, never thought that there was any kind of a, a, a lady's really concerned about what pants you wear. Well, if they're lucky enough to get to see you in your pants, then uh, I suppose that could uh, shape their opinion. Well, I never said you. anybody saw me in my pants, did right? I? Well, how did they see your pants then? Well, we were talking about them, right? And and uh, and I got my pants out. Not ones I was wearing, obviously. Oh, yeah. right, okay, right, yeah. Mm. Right. Um, and uh, off we went. And then they had to have a long discussion in the evening, um, which was, you know, better than watching television, about what sort of pants men should wear. And then they took them off you and burnt them? Um, yeah, they did. They threw them on the log fire. That, that's a normal response then, is it? These pants must have been really hideous. Well, that's what I was... I mean, I've always worn the sort of brief. Oh, yeah. What do you wear? Well, I wear those sort of uh, cottony sort of boxer shorts with the designer label around the rim. That, that, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? Um, with the designer label around the top. <laughs> oh, you mean the one where you have the top of your pants showing over your trousers? Oh, no, no, no. I, I always pull my trousers over that bit. I know it's there, put it that way. But don't you think they look a bit common? Well, no one gets to see me in them, though. Don't they? No, not really. I I thought, you know, the ones that I wear are quite sexy. Oh, I, I suppose, you know, when you if you're a kid, maybe. Well, no, I was told that they are the sort of pants that a, a, a grandfather wears. Well, there's there's that sort of uh, one end of the spectrum and the other, and then there's in the middle where the yeah. where the normal people are. Yeah, and you seem to have uh, hit one end of the spectrum. So anyway, they're all deciding that they're going to buy my pants in future and send them to me. Okay, one at a time, and uh, I'm supposed to try them out and see if you know. I don't want these sort of not loose boxer shorts, but apparently the thing I should be wearing are the sort of tighter. Boxer shorts, the sort of, you know, a bit like the things cyclists wear. Oh, yeah, you don't want these sort of checkered sort of... Um... No, I do not. I only... Listen, the only colour you will see me in, as far as pants are concerned, is black. No, no, you, you, white is very nice. No, black is what I wear. Nice suntanned torso and black pants, which you can't really tell whether they're swimming trunks or not. <clears throat> white make you mm. look younger. Does it? Yeah. I'll have to look into that. White, but white say to me the old-fashioned Y front. I don't want that. No, that's sort of, the white. It's very modern looking. Uh, it's like all houses now should be painted uh, grey. All houses should be painted grey. Why? It's just the modern colour, is it? All the shops are painted grey. The houses should be painted grey. It's like a modern colour, isn't it? All right. I've just painted my bedroom grey. Yeah, it's the new magnolia. I didn't realise that. No, it's grey. I've also the... done grey walls in a in a sort of you know light grey colour, and then I've done 
darker grey on the skirting boards. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was being, I thought I was being different. Well, you're being different to what you were before. Yeah, I didn't realise other people were doing it. No, no, we painted our little nursery in grey. Really? Yeah. You oh, keep God, beeping. More emails. Yeah, emails. You know, I'm a very popular person. It used to be uh, Magnolia, but now it's grey. All right. I might have to go and change it then, something that's completely different. I don't know. Chocolate. Maybe chocolate. Light and dark chocolate. Yeah, that could work. So, uh, underpants, well, boxer shorts, white, grey and black. Well, only black for me, but apparently they have to be the tight ones, because I did complain. I said, listen, boxer shorts don't give you any support in the gusset region. No, they're tight. They're like um, skinny jean tight. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try them and see how it goes. But it, why Why do you want all that material on the top of your thigh? It's just nice and smooth. The trousers fit over them nicely. The bulge is in the right mm. place. You know, it's it's nice. I can send you some of mine to try out. I don't want to try out second-hand pants. Thank you. Yeah, the dog's excited. Yeah. Hang on. They don't wear pants. Hold on. Oi, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who's that? No, I have told you I'm not interested. Now go away! Ah, dear f***ing religious twats. F*** them. I tell you what, anybody else knocked on my door uninvited, I think I should close the gates. You say that in a way that you've got some sort of massive sort of castle gates. I have. Oh, okay then. For goodness sake. I don't think a top celebrity like me would live in just any old pokey hole, do you? You'll be imagining next I live in a little bungalow somewhere. Now, I know that's not true because I've seen your extension. We're talking about the bungalow. Anyway, never mind. Um, so, uh, pants. Um, so that's the extent of the weekend's uh, hilarity. Everybody's thinking it was very funny to throw some of my pants on the fire. I'm not sure that I could have done much for you, really. I don't think I gave you the support you required when you phoned. No, well, I, that, I don't know. I, I'm sorry about that. I'm not really sure. We've been sort of sitting around having a glass of wine and talking about pants. And then then uh, we had the, the burning session. And then I think I felt bad and rang you. And was I any help? Well, I don't know. You ended up chatting up one of the ladies that I was with. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Who happens to be a barrister and thought you were quite sweet. I have this, you know, hidden talent. I said, "You hang on, hold on, hold on. Oi, what are you doing? Sorry, oh dear. <clears throat> I've got the dogs. Well, I've always got the dogs, but they're, they're waiting to, uh, to go and do something exciting. Mm. I forgot what I was talking about now. You said, I, I said, after the barrister was talking to me. I said what? Exactly, that's what I want to find out. Um, she said you were kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. I said he's not. You should see a picture of him. And then I proceeded to show them a picture of you. And they said, yeah, you're right. Why did you go and spoil it? Well, because I wasn't having that. <sighs> they just burnt my pants. I'm not having anything like that. Uh, right. Should we get on and start the show? I mean, all this waffle, I've got to go in a minute. I've got to go and have my back manipulated. I thought they closed that place down. What place? It's a physiotherapy uh, center. Oh, is that what they call it now? Well, that's what it is. Okay, if you say so. 
Right, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Play the jingle. Here we go, and uh, welcome to the James Whale Radio podcast uh, that you can hear uh, anytime you like, anywhere you like, as long as you've got it. And I presume if you've got it, I uh, don't need to say all that shit, do I, really? If they've got it, they're listening to it right now. Yeah, yeah. Produced by Rob. Not very well, but produced by Rob. Uh, in this, of course, we will bring you tech talk, which people absolutely despise, but we've got to fill up an hour or so with something. And even movie. Oh, I tell you what, I went to see a movie. Well, I didn't see a movie. I watched it on my uh, thing. I've, I apologise about the dogs. They're in a very feisty mood this morning when we're recording this. I'm not really sure why. I think it's the Jehovah's Witnesses. If they fucking call this house again, I cannot be held responsible. This is private property. I've told them keep off. Don't even start speaking to me, and they won't listen. What film was it? Hold on, I think one of the dogs has got itself shut in a room. Hold on, hold oh, on. Okay. Oh, come in here. Sorry about that. Ah. No problem. Right, I suppose we better do an edit here and uh, start again. So, what film was it then? Hold on, I'm put my headphones on. Hold oh, on. Uh, sorry. What did you say? What film was it then? Oh yeah, the film. I went to see a film. Uh, no, I didn't see. I, I saw it in the other room. Um, uh, it's all about f magicians who uh, are brought together by some strange person. Is it called the Four Horsemen, or is it uh, now you see it now you don't? Something like that. Michael Caine is in it. He has a small part, and uh, it was. Ex I, I watched it at the beginning, and I thought, "Is this serious? Is this a comedy?" And then you get drawn into it. It's called Now You See Me. Now you see me. That's right, and it has a really funny twist at the end. Not funny, but a twist I uh, hadn't expected. Yeah, that's good cast in that film. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. Uh, who, who, who was the lady in it? I have to it's not a very old movie, is it? 2013. Oh, it is a very old movie. <laughs> uh, Isla Fisher. Oh, right. She was very good anyway. I've never seen her in anything else. No, the film's good. The second one's uh, just as good. Is it? Mm. When is that going to be available for me to look at without having to go to the cinema? Uh, it's been out for a few years now, probably about three or four years. So, yeah, it should be available right now on your uh, streaming service. All oh, right. Okay. I'll have a look at that. Uh, right. So, anyway, we started the program. Where did we get to? Well, we did your pants. Yeah. No, uh, we haven't done that. Was No, don't bring that up. Edit that out. That's before we started the show. Oh, okay. I was going to put that in. Uh, no. No, no, no. You can't do that. Uh, oh, let's just start again. Listen, right, okay, play, play the jingly thing again, and I will just uh, welcome everybody to the show, and we'll start properly. I can't play the jingle again, because I think I've worn out the knob. Oh. Right, we'll sing the jingle, and then I'll start, and we can start it that way. Okay. People think that's funny. Go on. The James Whale Radio Show. Yes, hello, welcome to the James Whale Radio Show podcast, uh, of course, uh, number 312, yes, 312 hours of this, believe it or not, strewn across social media. Anyway, um, today, the I suppose the hot topic this week 
has been Prince Andrew. Did you see the interview? I mean, honestly. Uh, I am... Hang on. Do you not... No, Daisy, do not chew my foot. There's a good girl. Thank you. Um, where was I? Uh, talking about Prince Andrew. It's going to be so many edits in this f***ing show, I can't tell you. Okay, so Prince Andrew and uh, the interview. I mean, the interview was an absolute nightmare. And he thought it was good. Now, I'm a staunch royalist. I think this this country is great because of the royal family. I think uh, Will and Catherine, Harry and Meghan are doing a brilliant show to modernise and bring uh, the royal family back to being relevant. I think Her Majesty the Queen has done it. I mean, what what person in their 90s can do the sort of stuff she does? And everybody says, oh, it's all right if you're cosseted and everything. Look, if you're born into something that you have to do, okay, uh, I am sure that if you suddenly made yourself into a billionaire, we could talk about that, oh, uh, I suppose, after the election. Um, if you made yourself into a multimillionaire, millionaire, whatever, you would have more fun, more enjoyment of your money than any member of the royal family. I, I think it must be a horrendous job. And they do it with great dignity, and they do it with a, a great amount of commitment as well. But, you know, Andrew is his own worst enemy. He obviously is pretty stupid. Um, and I've never, I've never had much time for him. I must admit, I find him a bit of an idiot. And I haven't met him. I'm, I haven't met him, thank goodness. And I don't suppose I will be meeting him ever either. But it just that the idea that he thought he could go on and uh, clear—I think he was saying—clear the air without even any kind of apology for what the, the, those girls have been put through by a man he called his friend, by all the other. He, if he wants to clear the air, then he needs to go and tell the police everything he knew about it, knows about it, and sort it out that way. I mean, thank goodness he stepped down from public life. It is This whole incident is giving the flipping Republicans a field day to actually uh, go out there and rubbish the royal family that I think we are far better off having than not. I don't know what you think. You can always send me an email, James dot gmail dot well no it's not is it what is it uh, jameswellradio at gmail dot com that's right jameswellradio at gmail dot com you know, we should start our own internet radio station called jameswell radio and I could do every program I, I'm sure you would have to sleep at some point no I could do that and do a program while I'm sleeping uh, so anyway um, that's uh, that's my view on on Prince Andrew and now <clears throat> of course you know whatever will be will be as they say in the song word of the song. Uh, I'm pretty sure he will go and have to talk to authorities at some point, and uh, the sooner he does it for him and the royal family, the better. But then thereafter, I don't think we need to hear his name or see him anymore or talk about him anymore, do you? Well, he, he sort of disappeared anyway, didn't he? Well, he has now. Yeah, well, he's definitely gone now, hasn't he? I mean, the, the fact that he actually thought the interview was good. Strangely, I've not seen it. Well, you should watch it because it is an absolute, it's the best little piece of training for anybody who wants to know how not to be interviewed. Oh, I better watch it then. I think you should. I think you should. Uh, and talking about, uh, well, everybody's calling it car crash TV, the leaders debate. I mean, honestly. And we brought it to you live on talk radio right in the middle of my show. It was the most uninteresting 
unedifying piece of television shit I have ever seen. A complete waste of time. And while we were playing it out and watching it, I was getting social media, Twitter and, and, and texts coming in from people watching it as well and listening to it on talk radio. And the consensus of opinion was, uh, you know, that you're not learning anything. They're, they're not saying anything. They're not doing anything. The audience, w- which obviously the questions were all primed by the producer, uh, Julie Etchingham, I'm not really blaming her, but quite frankly, she wasn't the right person for the job. Um, all this business, we've got 30 seconds or a minute to answer this. Sorry, your time's up. No, no, sorry. No. I mean, it's all rubbish. Get rid of the timings. Drop the commercial breaks. You could do it. You do it for football. Get, you don't need a live audience clapping all the time because that actually takes away from what they're doing. Get these two people who would be king, if you'll excuse the expression, and let them go head to head. Let them ask each other questions. Let's see how they answer them. Uh, maybe have somebody there just in case it gets a little bit difficult. But, you know, the kitsch of, well, would you all shake hands at the end and, and show that, you know, just bollocks. Just bollocks. Get them in a place which looks like a boxing ring and let them go. Oh, yeah, we could have the let's get ready to rumble at the beginning and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. I was playing Eye of the Tiger all the time. <laughs> the rest of the uh, debates were pretty naff as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a ridiculous thing. This election is really embarrassing. Hopefully, after it's out of the way, depending on how it goes, then we can really get laid into them. You know, the one, the one thing that I think lots of people are agreeing with now is that the National Health Service needs to be taken out of the political spectrum because they're using it as a political football. It uh, doesn't matter who's in government, nothing really happens. Uh, the NHS is so big, so unwieldy, that it isn't a question of money, it is a question of, um, you know, obviously there is a money issue in there as well, but it is, it is a question of, of how it is run, and it isn't run very well, and that's what needs to improve, in my view. And as I've just been in there, I should know, shouldn't I? You shouldn't. How was it for you? It was pretty shitty. I spent a lot of time in a corridor on a trolley waiting to be attended to. Well, at least you have a trolley. Well, yeah, um, but, you know, you know and uh, uh, they're all rushing around. Nobody seems to be sorting anybody out. And then the uh, the administrator, a fairly large lady, has to be said quite a lot of the people working in the NHS who's all, always telling us we're getting too fat, are they themselves pretty large people? Well, then they're experts then. Yeah, um, but there seems to be no uh, no real... Uh, organization there are lots of people running around bumping into each other and saying who are you looking at you uh, you know it, it needs it needs reorganization i think a lot of the management skills in the nhs are sadly lacking the appointment system seems to be always to cock doesn't it yeah i had a, i had to, to ring a, a doctor just to have a consultation about my banged head uh, um i think uh, a couple of days ago and they rang me yesterday and i said yeah hi what, what's wrong and they said, oh, well, I've got a note to ring you. I said, that was yesterday. We spoke yesterday. Oh, God, it must have all got mixed up. When I've had dealings with the hospital with appointments and stuff, you always get the appointment uh, letter in the post after the appointment's mm. been. Yeah. Or it gets lost. Yeah, or it gets lost, yeah. Or they cancel you. They think you're, yeah. you're now healthy and you're in pain at home, but they've taken you off the books. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
but it needs it needs it needs some real management skills and stop you know lying to each other the one side says oh we're going to put this amount of money the other says oh we're going to put more in then one side said we're going to do social care oh we're going to do that too but we're going to give more money to it uh, then you get all this business oh well one side wants to sell it off to the americans oh well, nobody wants to sell it off uh, you know that's what the tories apparently are going to do they're not going to do that labor were uh, of course the, uh, the the party of let's just remember what um, what gordon brown did with the uh, public private partnership and landed all the hospitals in debt so what i'm saying is both sides use it as a political football it needs to be taken away from the politicians and then we might get something done about it. And also, uh, we can't keep on going, oh, well, it's well, the NHS. It's an, it, of course it is. We should all be entitled to medical care free at the point of need. Of course we should. Every, every citizen on this planet should. It has to be paid for. We have to work out how to do that. And also, we have to make sure the people who are operating it are the best people to operate it, know what they're doing. We need to sort this out. Not talk about it. Not somebody say we're going to give uh, we're going to give billions to it. We'll sort it out. Going to give bill. What are you going to do with the billions? Where is it going to go? Who's going to decide? The the two sort of leading. What was that? Did you fall off your chair? No, my back was hurting. That's why I'm going to the physio in a minute. And so I just I just stretched and forgot my headphones are on a short. Hey, come here, come. Here. Not you, the dogs. No. The two leading parties are both running the NHS right now. Uh, one of them <laughs> runs the NHS in Wales, which is pretty shit apparently and the other one runs well, you the, should know you live there yeah and the other one runs the nhs in england and apparently that's pretty shit so mm. how each other can slag off each other I, I have no idea well no this is what you know they, they this they just say stuff and they don't have to justify it and that is the problem that we should have some system in this country where politicians cannot go on talking bollocks and not have to justify what they're saying anyway that's I've had enough of that. Uh, the election's coming. And I think, by the way, eventually it should be compulsory to vote. If it's not compulsory to vote, then we don't have a true democracy. It can always spoil your vote if you don't want yeah. to vote. But vote, for goodness sake. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll be done with Prince Andrew. Oh, there's the beaver story, of course. What's that? Was that, I think that was my stomach. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm trying not to eat too much. Right. Um, I haven't told my stomach yet. I didn't realise you were a bit of a growler. Yeah. Yeah, and the microphone is chest level here. Mm. So anyway, uh, yeah, beaver. they're introducing beavers. Three pairs of beavers back into a certain part of Britain to try to help alleviate the problem of flooding. Because, you know, they're all saying, oh, flooding, it's climate change. We've got to stop driving or stop it raining. And that is the biggest load of bollocks I've ever heard. You know, we get flooding every year, and it's getting worse. And I'll tell you why it's getting worse. It's getting worse not because it's raining. Well, it rains a lot at this time of year normally, and then we're going to get snow, okay? And that'll cause trouble too. And it won't be particularly because of climate change, although the climate's always changing, and it has sped up the change. Uh, and that may well have to do the fact that there are so many human beings driving their cars and everything else on this planet. Maybe we need to, uh, uh, you know, address the 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 fact that maybe we can't all have hundreds of kids. So what are the water dogs well, doing? I beg your pardon? So what are the water dogs doing? Water dogs? Well, I don't want to say on the Why not? Well, it's, uh, we did it's a beaver. A beaver's an animal. It's a, uh, is it a marsupial? Not a marsupial. It's a, whatever, a beaver is. Right. 
So what are these furry friends doing? All six of them. Why can't you say the word beaver? But it's synonymous with... um... It's synonymous with nothing but beavers. What's wrong with you? All right. What are these beavers doing? That's better. Uh, Well, beavers build dams. And the problem of flooding has been caused because we have not cleared out uh, the watercourses enough. We have not dredged the rivers. We've built on floodplains. People love to tarmac their drives. Uh, We have also um, managed to sort of uh, let the the floodplains get clogged up. Um, And beavers will build dams. And when the rain comes down, it'll form lakes, which is what beavers do. And as long as they're in the right place... And this should alleviate a lot of the flooding. Nobody has been addressing the problem of the rivers in this country. It's a wet country, getting wetter. um, And we ought to be uh, managing the watercourses and the rivers much, much better than we do. Our drain system for, for rainwater is so poor in this country. If you go and look, well, look in France and see how big the drains are to take the water there compared with ours piddly little ones it's ridiculous do we not have beavers in the wild anyway no i don't think we do i mean i think we have a couple but not enough right they hunted the beaver nearly didn't they to extinction so we've got a crack team of beavers building dams yeah that's what beavers do well can't we just send bob the builder out to go and build a couple of dams no it's much more ecologically friendly to have the beaver do the dams. So when the dam actually causes more problems, we can blame the beaver and not mankind. But the dam won't cause more problems because one of the reasons rivers are behaving in the way they are is because we haven't got any beavers anymore uh, and the beavers manage the water. But we've only got six of them. We're in a certain area where it's being used as a pilot and I think it's a very good idea. Beavers are pilots? Oh, stupid. But the beavers will breed because beavers do... Well, everything does, and uh, there will become more beavers. Right. What? Actually, it just sounds like, a, you know, some harebrained scheme that someone's come up with. Let's just introduce beavers into the wild and blame it on them when it all goes wrong. Really? Yeah. I think it's a flipping good idea. Beaver. They're what this country needs to stop the flooding. Beavers. Right. Right. Uh, Don't forget, if you're looking for a super-duper Christmas present, there's uh, your chance of getting this fantastic autobiography called Almost a Celebrity. And uh, you can find out uh, how to get it by going to our website, then going into the shop on the website at jameswellradio.co.uk. Forward slash shop. Forward slash shop. I don't think we need to tell people that. They know how to do a forward slash. If you don't slash in the shop, you can't get a book. Yeah. And the problem, of course, is uh, now you don't need to say WWW all the time either. People keep doing that. It's only people who don't know what they're doing, I suppose. It was only there to tell the um, browser that you were going to a web page. That was all it was mm. there for. Now the browser knows that you're going to a web page automatically. So every time I ask somebody I'm interviewing in future, I'm going to, and they, I say, what's your website? How can people find out more about you? And they go, all oh, right, WWW. I'm going to say, you, do you know, you don't need to do that anymore. Keep knocking my bracelet on the uh, computer. Right. Um, so anyway, that's a, that's a help, I'm sure. So you get a fabulous copy of uh, 
uh, almost a celebrity my uh, lifetime of nighttime, uh, with a forward by Chris Moyles and lots of pictures of the celebrity almost James Well as a baby. You were a baby once? Well, we all were, weren't we? I suppose, yeah, you would have to have been at some point. Have you got some hardback copies left or not? I do, yes. Yeah. And are we selling those as well? No, I'm reserving those. I thought you were. I thought I got this idea that you're selling those for a lot more somewhere else. Don't be daft. Hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, that's it, really. Um, leaf blowers I wanted to talk about, I, I, but I, I put beavers in instead. What's the deal with leaf blowers, briefly? Well, they're, they're killing countless bugs. People are using them. But I, uh, and, and that's terrible because that will destroy the food chain, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but leaf blowers seem to be a complete and utter, u- the most useless thing. You see people going outside their house, blowing the leaves away, and then the wind comes along and blows them back. So what is the point of that? You blow them into a pile and then you scoop them up and put them on the bonfire or in a bag. I don't see people... It's a lot easier to get a rake. No, it's not. Have you got a leaf blower? I have, yes. (laughs) Well, I'd get rid of it and get yourself a nice rake. My leaf blower sucks. Does it? Yeah. Be careful. It's got got a very long spout, and it's got a big bag at the back. Yeah. And it sucks. All right. I've not seen those. Well, what is the point of blowing them? You see, I see people blowing them outside their houses or... Council workers going along the street, blowing them out of the gutter. They're not picking them up. They're just blowing them out of the gutter. Then they go away. The wind comes back, and that's where they end up, back in the gutter. So what a pointless exercise that is. Well, you're only seeing half the job. You're you're supposed to blow them all into a pile or blow them all up against the wall, and then you... Have you ever seen anybody going along the roads doing that, any council workers blowing them into a pile and picking them up? Have you ever seen that? No, the council workers just blow them off the lawn under the hedges. Yeah. What's the point? Well, then they sort of sort of sweat down, don't they, or do whatever they sweat do. Sweat down? <laughs> what the f*** are you talking about? Sweat down? Well, you know, what, what it does, you know, when they go sort of mouldy leaves, don't they? They break up into um, food. No, what you need to do is rake them up, put them in a pile somewhere in a, in a, a container, let them um, sweat down for a while, and then put them under the hedge. Because if you blow them under the hedge, and they're all relatively sort of uh, dry and everything else, as soon as the wind comes up again, it'll blow them back to where they were. So it is a complete and utter pointless operation. It keeps people employed. Well, it's, it's one of the jobs that is, you know, what is the point? I don't Get know. the old-fashioned gardeners back that make all our roundabouts look nice and, you know, public areas look nice and our garden. We don't do any of that anymore. It just looks a f***ing mess, this country. We don't look at verges nicely trimmed, bushes trimmed, hedges trimmed. The raking's going to put you back out. And as soon as you see they go and do a bit of cutting along the side of the road somewhere, you see all the litter from the dirty f***ers that throw everything out of their cars, which I would I would actually look around for them and find them on the spot. But anyway, but they don't pick the litter up. So what is the point of these guys going along, cutting all the grass, and then leaving the litter? You're idiots! The leaf blower gets rid of the litter as well. It blows all the litter into a pile and you can pick it up. I haven't seen anybody pick it up. I just see litter. 
we had a huge outbreak of uh, flies in our conservatory. Thousands of them come from somewhere. I don't know where. Probably from a drain or something. And then I got rid of them all with my leaf blower. Have you finished? But then the conservatory was filled with sort of uh, <laughs> exhaust smoke. Oh. Hang, on, hang on, hang on. Oh, dear. I've had a, a programme interrupt us a lot today, haven't I? Mm. Oh, shit. Ah, oh, right. Okay, what have we got here? Oh. <laughs> I haven't had an awful lot of uh, political bump through my, uh, my door, but here's one from one political party. Of course, I'm not going to tell you which one. I bet I could guess. Read, read the, the, the sort of strap line. Uh, the strap line. Um, okay, or strap line. Standing up for your community? Uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> uh, they all mention their names in every line, so I can't read it to you. <laughs> we deserve better. That's all of them. Our MP has not stood up for our interests. They have consistently voted against more power for local councils, against action on climate change, against equality and human rights, and against spending to help our most vulnerable. Enough is enough. We need to take things into our own hands. I am not a career politician. I am a resident. They're all residents. Remain or leave, I will fight for our community. Oh, he's on offence. I know which party that is. Well, go on. Well, if, if he's remain or leave, then he there can only be one, really, can't he? It's, if it was... I'm not remain, telling you, by the way. Well, I know that, but we all know who it is. We all know well, which you party. Don't. I, bet, I bet you don't. I bet you say the wrong party. Well, I can't say the party, so you'll never know. Ah, here are my tickets to the British Curry Awards. Are you judging? I'm presenting. Oh, look, got VIP tickets. Well, you should do if you're presenting. Why? Well, they're going to make you sit in the shit seats and you're doing the uh, presenting. You've got the best seat in the house, haven't you? Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've got the best seat. Monday, no, it's next Monday, not on the radio. That's where I am. Surely your seat is the podium, isn't it? I'm not going to be on the podium. (sighs) How are you presenting then? How am I presenting? Yeah. Um, how am I presenting? Uh, well, I have to go up and um, present, won't I? Oh, you see what you see when you're not presenting, as in doing the whole thing. You're just handing presenting out the award. one award. No. Ah, okay, right. Well, they can stick you in the back then, can't they? No, they wouldn't dare. And what do you give the uh, winners? Well, it's like the the Oscars for the curry. Like a like a spoon. I don't know. It'll be something. A balti dish. Oh, that's a good idea. The golden balti dish. The golden balti dish. Yeah. Shall I do a little bit of tech talk? Um, yeah, I was just taking a picture of uh, the curry, the curry awards thing, and uh, <laughs> oh dear, oh god, and sending them to the people who. Uh, I'm taking with me. Yeah, so I won't be getting a text then. No, no, no. Typical. Typical. Did you want one? 
I would have loved a, yeah, an invite. I wouldn't have gone, but I would have loved an invite. You wouldn't have gone. Why not? Well, it's too far, isn't it? Hmm. What awards would I go to? I don't think I'd go to an award ceremony. I went to the award ceremony where we won an award. Mm-hmm. Went all the way yeah, to- you did, but you didn't invite me, did you, you little f- twat? I just assumed you wouldn't want to go with me. Well, you were right. There we are, see? Right, Tech Talk. Apple has removed customer reviews from its online store, so you don't know how good or shit their products are. Why is that? I don't know. I'll be worth investigating a bit further, finding out why. Mm. Maybe they just uh, did it to uh, tidy up their website, but I think Mm. there's something afoot. Apple um, told US Congress that despite charging between double and triple what other repair shops charge for fixing problems with their products, they actually make a loss. Who make a loss? Apple. Why would they be in business if they make a loss? I don't know. It's crazy the prices they charge. If you change something like a keyboard on your MacBook Pro, it's something like four to six hundred pounds. That's ridiculous. If you change it on a normal laptop, it's like twenty-five quid. Really? Yeah. Trump apparently lied. He said uh, that he just opened a major Apple manufacturing plant in Texas, and Apple are quite shocked because they haven't got one there. Oh right. Oh, that is a shame. YouTube content creators must specify now if their videos are targeted at children. And in doing so, you won't get any revenue or very little revenue for your videos anymore. Will you not? No. It's Black Friday on Amazon today. Does that mean you get loads of stuff for nothing? Uh, Lots of stuff cheap. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, good. And uh, the film this week is uh, Playing With Fire. It's a comedy. It's a bit like Kindergarten Cop. It's a family uh, comedy movie. Mm. It's okay if you've got a family. Don't go and see it if you're uh, taking your girlfriend or you're single. Or taking your boyfriend. Whichever. Yeah. Um, Why? Well, it's, you know, it's just it's just one of them. It's a family movie. Go with your family. Take it with kids. Go and see it with kids. You don't sort of... Doesn't sound very exciting. No, no. The film at the moment to go and see is uh, Midway. That's a good film. Is that about World War Two? Yeah, the Japanese and the Americans. Just after Pearl Harbor, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Who's in it? Uh, lots of actors. Okay. You're really good as uh, a sort of uh, film uh, film discussion person, aren't you? I only do this to fill in the time. It's nothing professional. Well, we don't, I've got lots to talk about. Why do you want to fill in the time? Well, all right. What would you like to talk about? Well, I don't know. <laughs> You've put me off now. Right. Oh, made a mess. Have you? Would you like a Kleenex? Yeah. No, not that sort of mess, honestly. Oh, I can't get it. Fuck. Sorry, sorry, da, d- sorry, sorry. Hang on. We- hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I can't f- reach it. Oh, fuck. Don't move, don't go anywhere. Oh, God. Do you know, political parties piss me off no end. Because you dropped it on the floor? I dropped it, I torn, torn that flyer from the political party up. Dropped it on the floor. And then done my back in again, trying to get hold of it. We have some Wales mail. Do we? Yeah. Shall I read it? Uh, what was yeah. that? What was that? Just opening the drawer and putting something in. Right, okay. I'm ready now. I mean, listen, the thing is, this is recorded. You edit all this shit out, so it doesn't really matter, does it? I, I, I'm not that... Uh... Good. I, I'm quite lazy when it comes to editing. You're lazy anyway. If I listen to this and hear 
What's all this about Maureen Lipman reviving the BT ad? Have you not seen that? No. I can't talk about it too much because it's um, Why? It's, a, it's an anti-political party advert. <laughs> it's very good. I suggest you uh, have a look at it after you uh, finish talking to me or later on. Really? Yeah, it's worth uh, having yeah. a look at. It's very funny. Actually, um, a friend of mine used to be a, a, a journalist, one of the big Sunday papers called Neville Thorbeck. I think we had him on the show once. Yeah, we. I know Neville. <clears throat> and uh, he just sent a, a text to me the other day saying, uh, just listen to your latest podcast. Haven't listened for a while. So funny. And I tried to sort of point out it's supposed to be serious. And he's um, he's, he's big in the sort of uh, news yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. So we must be newsworthy. Well, he th- he thought it was funny. Well, I said I'm trying to make it like Radio Four. That's not going to happen. No, right. I found Wales Mail uh, while we were filling in time. Um, so, if you want to get in touch, all you have to do is uh, send us an email to Wales Mail, James Whale Radio at gmail dot com. Um, and I did say the oh, this is a joke, is it? Oh, there's two there. You can pick the best one or do both. Um, this is interesting. I just, as a, a, a throwaway the other day, said, uh, why don't we do uh, some jokes? Because I don't find jokes very funny. And if you've got a funny one, we'll read it out. Presumably, you've read these. You think they're funny. I haven't looked at them. They're rather risque. Okay, well, if you're easily offended or embarrassed, do not listen to this. You've been warned. There is no excuse. Okay? Here we go. <clears throat> this is from Annie Clark. Annie, well, it's from a lady. It can't be too rude. That's very true. Uh, thank you for sending it in, Annie. Jane is in school, and the teacher says, Today, we're going to learn about multisyllable words. Class, does anybody have an example of a multisyllable word? Well, Jane puts her hand up. Me, miss. Me, me. All right, Jane. Stand up. Tell the class, what is your multisyllable word? Jane replies, masturbate. The teacher smiles and says, wow, Jane, that's a mouthful. No, said Jane, you're thinking of a blowjob. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Where do people pick up these jokes? That is funny, though, isn't it? <laughs> See, that's what happens when you insist kids stay or or, uh, human beings stay on in school until they're 18. (laughs) Far too old to be in school. Mind you, when I was in school, I didn't know anything about any of that stuff. No, me neither. Now, Harry Dodd sent in a joke, so we'll do this and then we'll do uh, Wales Mail because then I've got to go to the uh, back puller. We'll do this and we'll do the questions for the whale. What did I say? Wales Mail. We're already doing Wales Mail. Oh, good. Keep me straight. Pardon? <laughs> I said, keep me straight. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Harry says, a man was having premature ejaculation problems, so he went to the doctors. The doctor said, when you feel like you're getting ready to ejaculate, try startling yourself. So the man decided to skip work and went to a sports store and purchased himself a starter pistol. Then he went home to surprise his wife When he got home, he found his wife in the bedroom, and a few minutes later, they found themselves on the bed in a 69 position. The man, as usual, quickly felt the urge to ejaculate, so he reached out and fired his new pistol. Bang! The next day, 
he was back at the doctor's who asked how it went. The man answered, not well. When I fired a starter pistol to startle myself, my wife shat on my face, bit three inches off my penis, and my neighbour came out of the wardrobe with his hands in the air. <laughs> I should think the dog's added to that. Dear, oh dear. Could you imagine that happening? Oh, yes, I can. Oh, dear me. When have you had the neighbours come out of your wardrobe? Well, no, I know people who have. I could tell you a story about Batman and a wardrobe. Could you? Yeah. No, don't bother. <laughs> I'm always amazed how straight some people seem, and then you find out about their little ways. And <laughs> do you think, I can't believe they do that sort of thing. But it's all healthy work, isn't it, really? I suppose if it's good for one, it's good for the other. Oh, dear, dear me. Right, okay, better go. Oh, we've got time for the thing, me. We've got, go on. We got time. Right, right. <coughs> yeah. Clear my throat. Hmm. Get on with it, because okay. I am now going to have to throw some clothes on, as you see, I'm in my dressing gown. I was going to say, how did you get out of that hot tub without um, shrinkage? What do you mean, without shrinkage? Well, it, it's bloody cold this morning. Oh, because, you know, let's not talk about that. Okay. And don't FaceTime me when I'm relaxing in future. Well, would you mind, if I do FaceTime you, not pointing your camera into the water? Well, it wasn't. The camera was on the phone, and the phone's propped up. So that, you know, it's, it, it, I'm sorry to embarrass you and to make you feel inferior. I apologise. Now, get on with the questions. Could you just lean forward next time and not float? Well, I like to float. It's good for you. Not when you're on the phone FaceTiming me. Anyway, carry on. I thought you had a new sundial. <laughs> well, it worked, didn't it? It did. I knew exactly what time it was. <laughs> right, get on with it. Uh, Rob James, is it true that the favoured fashion item for asthmatics is short pants? Well, funnily, we were talking about uh, pants earlier, Rob, and yes, it is absolutely true. Denise Ahern... Uh, hi, James. Should Prince Andrew be stripped of his HRH status? Hi, Denise. I think he should be stripped of everything, to be quite honest. Uh, Anthony Tuck. Can I have a signed picture, please, Mr. Whale, sir? Um, yeah, OK. Can you find a picture, sign it and send it to him? Can I find a picture and sign well, it? What's he want a picture of for a start? Actually, it doesn't say that he wants you to sign it. Yes, I could do that. He doesn't that. say what he wants a picture of either, so just any picture, sign it and send it to him. Yeah, if you send me your address, he hasn't given me his address, yeah. it's just, uh, I've just got his name. So, uh, yeah, okay. I'll send yeah. him a picture. That'd be yeah. interesting, wouldn't it? Probably one of my dogs. Uh, Dave Starr, when will we be able to trust politicians again, or find a party who will do what the public have asked instead of their own personal agendas? Uh, when we get them to listen, when we get rid of their stupid press offices, when we can have a direct access to politicians who've said something and they come out and say it and then they refuse to be interviewed by certain people because they don't want to answer the questions. When they're made to account for what they say, then we will get a certain amount of trust back. Surely we're all to blame, though, for picking the wrong one. No, we're to blame for allowing them to get away with the way they are. Well, we just need to vet them properly. Hmm. Well, that's a possibility. Anyway, come on. Quick, uh, quick, quick. Tracy, Tracy Jane, is it too early to play Christmas music? Yes. Unless, of course, it's the Whaley Rap on iTunes. Yeah. Which we need to put on iTunes so we make money. 
Yeah. Uh, Andy Milner. Why are each political parties trying to outbid each other for the amount of money the NHS will receive, or even though they're empty promises? Because that's what they do, and they get away with it, because we don't get on them hard enough. We need to, to make these people account for what they are promising. All of them. And Steve Lewis. Am I beautiful? I think that is either him or me. Who? Him or you? Well, I don't know. It just said Steve Lewis. Well, am you're I an ugly git, and uh, I, don't, I can't see him, so how do I know? I am attractive. Not in those pants, you're not. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.